0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm
1: Rob Black, talking money, investing, in more. 800-516-1220. To get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, Wall Street Journal is reporting... A little bit on the tax bill and this has a direct impact on california um, in large part because of what i'm about to say some of the information coming out tax bill would permanently lower the corporate tax rate from 35 to 20 percent. good um, top rate of 39.6 for million dollars or more of income uh, so they're not lowering that But the bill would limit home mortgage deduction to homes under $500,000. Your current mortgage, if you have a million-dollar home, you would still be able to, your grandfather dead, but House Republicans seeking the biggest transformation of the U.S. tax code in more than 30 years aimed to permanently chop the corporate tax rate from 35 to 20%, uh, compress the number of individual income tax brackets, and repeal the taxes paid by large states starting in 2024 to Partly offset that lost revenue, Republicans plan to curtail all the deductions individuals take for state and local tax payments, and the ones businesses get for the interest they pay on any debt. Uh, but the plan is being released today, and um, we're getting a little bit more information, uh, such as the ability of individuals to park up to eighteen thousand dollars in a year in pre-tax funds in the four hundred one k. Will it or want it? Um, the bill is they're going to try to get into law by Christmas. So, it would have most of its uh, effects take place in 2018. So, that's aggressive. Uh, now, we'll see how much cachet the Republican Party has uh, and on getting things done. So, uh, the corporate tax rate, obviously, I think the headline of what's proposed. So... 800 516 1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, a lot of it's stuff about interest on business pass throughs as well. So, uh, so that's out there, right? I'm Rob Black talking about all things financial, money investing, and more. There's a commonality in the markets these days. So yesterday we had better than expected results from Facebook, Qualcomm, DuPont. Alibaba and ADP, automatic data processing, and so we're in earnings season, and then this morning you get better than expected readings on productivity, Um, you get the initial claims that were lower, uh, first-time unemployment claims. All of this good news. So the productivity one is probably the best. Uh, It's the first time we've had a reading of 3% or higher in productivity in a long while, uh, about four years. So um, that's good for the economy. That's real good for the economy. Uh, Bank of England has raised interest rates. So that's the first hike in the bank rate in more than 10 years uh, coming out of England. England. Um, Probably my favorite line of the movie, Great Balls of Fire, uh, was when he goes, England could kiss my butt. (laughs) <laughs> like okay, okay, I'm with that. Um yeah. I just love the indign uh the tone, the tonality of it all. So Apple reports day after the close. Uh, stocks down a little bit today. There's a big question on on Apple at this point in time of uh I think there's a big question right now on Apple, tied towards the concept of um it's going to—it's quickly becoming marching towards a trillion-dollar market valuation. Uh, obviously, the earnings are coming out today, and uh, it's a big number of what we're looking for in the quarter. Apple uh, well, has just a few hours to answer that billion-dollar question of where where does it go, and. We know the Apple 10 phone is in high demand and that they say de- demand has been off the charts. Apple set to report its financial results today. Um, Apple's forecast revenue is of about $85 billion this quarter. From, that's coming up for the October, November, December, uh, October uh, through January. Um, that's a pretty good forecast as far as numbers go. Um, some of the numbers that you're looking at, $50 billion in revenue for the last quarter. iPhone unit shipment sales of about $46 million. Um, that revenue would be about $85 billion. Uh, their gross margins, you know, uh, I just talked about productivity and how that helps our economy. Uh, same thing with margins. It's how you can tell, you know, big companies do better. Uh, is It's around the margin. Apple's to be new products in September and released them soon after. So we're going to be paying attention to it. They've got some more product in the pipeline that we're not even talking about right now, like the HomePod. Um, I was surprised to recently see the Apple is 5% of revenues now. And a lot of people just kind of, you know, the first watch kind of people blew off. Um, but now it's becoming a bigger product for them for sure. Demand for the iPhone 8 will be answered, and then demand for the iPhone 10 will be seen. So, Apple flirts with that trillion-dollar valuation. Apple shares have risen nearly 50% over the past year, with a market cap now of $850 billion as of trading today. So, uh, the services revenue and the revenue in greater China are going to be a big, 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 big insight today. And... You know, again, the Apple Watch and the wearables, it's important to where Apple goes and will they come up with augmented reality glasses in the coming years to add a little bit of butter to their bread, so to speak, their iPhone franchise growth. So a lot to come out today in shares of Apple when they report. Now, Alibaba reported yesterday uh, after the market closed, and they've got a CEO who's killing it, uh, and Shaq Ma. Uh, talking about strange things CEOs do, he likes to um, sing Michael Jackson songs in costume. So for his employees, I'll let you figure that out for yourself, but Chinese e-commerce giant Alibaba, it's a stock that I like, it's a stock I've been talking about, stock I've highlighted on the show Stock Talk. So uh, what Amazon is to American retail, Am- Alibaba is to Chinese retail. Um, and some people would say that the American shoppers mature and refined uh, whereas the Chinese shopper is you know still raw and developing. Shares of Disney a little bit lower today. I was watching the World Series last night and out of nowhere you saw a new commercial for the new Star Wars film and there was a sad moment where uh, Luke gets into the Millennium Falcon. And uh, he can sense that he now knows that Han's dead. And it's like a, whoa, big old heap of junk, right? So will that be enough to lift Disney shares? Man, Disney's been an underperformer. So that's a company that ESPN is just kind of dragging it down. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com.
0: Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves weekday mornings from 7 to 9
1: on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz.
2: And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7.
1: I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing in more. 800-516-1220, teacher calls on the air. Let's go to a call right now not sure who we have. Pat in Hayward. Pat.
2: Yes. Good morning. Uh, yes, I Hi. had a bond called yesterday, a general obligation bond. It was paying me 5%. We're retired. Uh-huh. We're in our 80s. And I was wondering if you had any... I
0: know there's nothing out there now paying even close to that. But I was wondering if you had any suggestions for me.
1: Um, I don't. And thanks for the call. Um it's too random of a situation to give a real good suggestion that is tailored to you. You had a general obligation bond, which I thought you were going to go a different direction with that. which A general obligation bond, a go bond, as they're referred to as a municipal bond, um, that's backed by the credit and taxing power of whoever issued it for a given project. They're issued with the belief that the municipality will be able to pay its debt obligations. The revenue of that pro, uh, program or project. Um, it's a common type of muni bond in the United States. And uh, for instance, Palo Alto could issue a, a muni bond tied towards funding of a new library. And they'll tell you how they're going to get money back uh, to you from that funding project. Uh, you're probably not paying taxes on it if it's a California muni bond. I'm not sure which type of bonds you had. Um, but you're looking for a 5% return and like you mentioned, there's not a lot out there right now. So I would need to know more about your age, your income, your assets, your liabilities, your time frame to help you really develop an income strategy. It's one of the reasons Chad Burton, who is a financial planner, does these seminars on income and retirement. It's a big concern for people obviously like yourself, Pat who have to figure out, you know, I've got a million dollars in assets. How do I get 5% of a return so that it pays me $50,000 a year? Um, or if you've got 2 million, maybe looking for 5%. You kind of do the math pretty easily here. Keep in mind, historically, bonds have returned about 4 to 6% in that range. So that's one of the reasons why when I talk to people about getting wealthy, I say, you know, a $1 million is going to pay you forty dollars to $60,000 a year uh, before you pay taxes on it. So in your scenario... Um, I don't know enough specifics on it to give you know, anything close to an income strategy. Um, I'd be very, very cautious, you know, going out and, you know, if you listen to commercials on either radio or television, you'll hear people sometimes talk about 7% returns in non-regulated product. And that's scary as hell. Um, you could lose all your money, all of your money, if something's not regulated. And people can take your money and just disappear um, in the non-regulation issues. So I'd work with someone that you feel comfortable working with coming up with an income strategy. That's my thought, at least. Thanks for the call. Interesting little side note yesterday. Um, As I was at the gym, I saw Papa John come out and basically blame the NFL for hurting his business, saying that, the NFL should crack down on the players and have them stand during the national anthem because it's hurting pizza sales. And, you know, John Shatner, he's the founder and CEO of Papa John's. You see him in commercials all the time promoting pizza. And somehow after Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl, Papa John's was ran right out of the field, gave him a hug or something like that. I was like, that's kind of weird. Um, so it's worthy of note. Uh, yesterday, his net worth fell about $70 million in 24 hours after Papa John's came out with a earning and revenue, lower their guidance going forward on same store sales. Um, so as a 55 year old man who owns roughly 25% of Papa John's, uh, he lost $70 million in a couple hours. So that's a lot of money, right? Um, but his quote was, they nevertheless hurt us by not resolving the current debacle, and he's well known for being a Trump supporter. Uh, but it's one of the very first um, businesses to come out and, you know, pull some of their, their advertising from the NFL tied towards the standing and the national anthem. So um, his story is kind of interesting that John Shatner's is when he graduated college, he began working at his father's pizza tavern, uh, which was on the brink of bankruptcy uh so he sold his car which he's since bought back somehow which was a 1971 Camaro z28 he paid off all his all, all the debts and uh he bought used pizza equipment so and uh he grew from his father's uh pizza bar essentially is essentially what it was to growing over 5,000 restaurants in 45 countries so but uh He's blaming the NFL for hurting pizza sales. Not the fact that pizza's awful for you and has very little value, uh, other than the value of it's cheap to eat a lot of calories. Um, it's hard to quantify the connections between the NFL and pizza sales, but Papa John's did post disappointing results in the latest quarter, so shares fell about 13% on that news. Um, and a CEO, he went out of his way to say, you know, uh, the NFL is hurting us and that the commissioner needs to do something. Once you start hitting billionaires in their pocketbook, uh, they get hurt pretty quickly. They're pretty sensitive about it. So I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing in more. The first time unemployment claims came out today, and they were pretty darn good, uh, worthy of note, uh, 44 and a half year low. So U.S. weekly jobless claims totaled 229000 the most recent week. And uh, 44 and a half year low, so you go back and you're thinking bell-bottoms. Last time they were that that positive. Apple, uh, obviously going to report earnings today, I own shares of Apple. Um, A lot of analysts are going to be asking some tough questions today on the conference call. Uh, I think the question a lot of us have, and tell me if I'm wrong here, is why launch the iPhone 8 if you're going to launch the iPhone 10 essentially at the same time? So the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus sales make up only about 16% of all iPhone sales in the third quarter. But if you compare that to 43% of iPhone sales that iPhone 7 and iPhone 7 Plus contributed at the same quarter last year, you could see like, whoa. Um, so whether you're Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, uh, you're seeing customers upgrading their phones slower until the iPhone 10 came along a couple of weeks after the iPhone 8 was there. Um, Apple cannibalized its new phone with its other flashier, pricier new phone. So it uh, also confused customers uh, by giving them too many options all at once. So I'd agree with that. You can find me online at Roblox Show, Twitter, Roblox Show, YouTube, Roblox Show. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I have tickets right here, right now. 800-516-1220. You get four tickets Four tickets to see the San Jose Barracuda Take on the Manitoba Moose Sunday, November 12th at the SAP Center in San Jose It's uh, the AHL franchise of the San Jose Sharks Who are on a bit of a winning streak right now But uh, you can get four tickets to see the San Jose Barracuda take on the Manitoba Moose Sunday, November 12th at the SAP Center Um, Perfect time to see a game, right? 800 516 1220 to get your calls on the air. If you want a chance to win those four tickets, just don't be a previous winner and don't be a a ticket hog. So, uh, but again, that's Sunday, November 12th at 3 p.m., just right around the corner. So, hopefully, we'll see you out there. 800 516 1220 to get your calls on the air, money investing, and more. So, um, yeah, last year the Bearcud had a great season. And uh, got all the way to the conference finals, so which was pretty exciting. This year, starting off a little bit bumpier at this point in time, but that's okay. Uh, still excited, citing all the same. Um, 800-516-1220, teacher calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Taking a look at their standings. Where are they at right now? Ooh, they're sitting at 13th out of 15. That's tough. Tough start. So... 800 516 1220. Teacher calls on the air. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. Do a little financial planning with Mr. Burton. Chad? Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton with newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Let's talk retirement plan beneficiary mistakes. Isn't it just beneficiary mistakes overall, like insurance beneficiary mistakes, retirement plan beneficiary mistakes, or is there something unique to retirement plans that we need to know?
2: Well, The, the main thing to know is that life insurance, annuities, and IRAs, 401Ks, the beneficiary designation that you have overrides any will or trust that you've done. And so, (laughs) the issue with, especially retirement accounts, if you have a very wealthy person that faces estate taxes and they make beneficiary mistakes, their IRAs can be taxed at 70% plus because they have state taxes, they have federal taxes, Um, and then they have estate taxes on top of the federal and state taxes. So, it can really get nailed if you do it the wrong way. So the biggest issue is not having a beneficiary at all or naming your estate. Um, If you pass away under the age of 70 and a half, it forces your heirs to pay the taxes within five years. But if you've named them directly, they can stretch the tax issue over their lifetime and let the account continue to actually grow and just take out a little bit each year or more if they want to, but they have the flexibility of not having to pay Uncle Sam. And if you pay it out, a larger retirement account over five years, it It increases the tax bracket to the higher levels, and you pay so much more to the feds if you would have been able to stretch it out over your lifetime. So naming your estate or no beneficiary at all, probably the two biggest mistakes that I see out there.
1: So no beneficiary at all is a problem. What if you have no beneficiaries? What if you just don't care? You're single. Got a cat? Got a dog? (laughs) You can create a pet trust. God, those people drive me crazy. It's a little odd, huh? Yeah. Leona Um, Helmsley?
2: She left money to her cat or her dog. A lot of money. Like millions. Yeah, I'd be surprised if some of the state planning attorneys like Michelle Lerman that we have on quite often, she's had to do pet trusts before. And Isn't people talk about them, and, and you go through a conversation with them, they say, my girls, my my boys, or whatever, and they're talking about their animals, yeah. not their children. <laughs>
1: Isn't that just a big F you to humanity when you leave egregious amounts of money to an animal?
2: Yeah, I guess it depends on what happens after the animal dies, too. Yeah. Well, that's a mistake that people can make, is you leave retirement accounts to a trust, and the trust names a charity as a beneficiary in addition to the kids. And this is where education to your trustee comes into play, because if certain deadlines aren't met, by September of the following year after death, the charity makes sure you have to get that paid out and done and over with, and the paperwork submitted for the other kids by October in order to do these stretch IRAs. So, a charity can actually complicate the IRA, yet... If you're trying to benefit your church or your charity, the best asset to leave them is a portion of your retirement account, because they will never pay taxes on that money. Nobody will ever will. So, But you have to incorporate your trust, your beneficiary designations, and everything with that idea that you want to leave money to charity and to kids. Okay. Lots of complications in that, right? Yeah. You know, I've had a family member
1: recently been named to a uh, trustee of a trust. Mm-hmm executor of the whale, kind of, you know, the overseer of the the wealth, Yep, that's a stressful position.
2: It's horrible. People act like, hey, I'm going to name you as my executor or my trustee, and like, it's a great honor. And all of a sudden, you're dealing with three kids that don't get along, mounds and mounds of paperwork, going through the person's desk, seeing where assets are or aren't anymore. People looking for advances. Yeah. And if you don't have that person, I mean, oftentimes, there are kids that don't get along. Um, Oftentimes, naming a professional fiduciary to handle the estate for a fee is a better idea. Um, And simplifying things, you might have your trust, but you still need a a separate letter that says what, you know, for certain items, um, jewelry, your autos, um, things like that. Um, And so that way you can have a separate letter with your trust rather than a paying attorney every time you want to change your mind. One of the problems of this
1: particular scenario, the executor... um, so the parents basically gave $200,000 to one daughter made the other daughter the executor with a note that says you get $200,000 upon death but they gave $200,000 to their one daughter so she go out and buy a house while the other daughter's waiting for the money let's say she waits 20 30 years does she get 5% interest every year does she get and then the original people their house goes let's say it goes bankrupt and the house like
2: they, so they still want money cuz their house they bought in 2007 yeah. is now worthless or upside down And that's how it can get messy very fast.
1: And then you get spouses going like, but don't we get interest? Or can I get some now because I want to buy a truck?
2: Um, Executor is not a sexy position. No, it's it's tough. And then, you know, 55% of marriages end in divorce. People have to update their estate plans after divorce. You've seen numerous stories where people die and money goes to the ex-spouse all the time. Um, And... Prenumps. In Arisa Law, if you're doing a second marriage, the prenup doesn't really help with your retirement plan. You have to have a spousal waiver after the fact.
1: All fun topics. at CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Yeah. And I'm Rob Black, talking money, invested and in more. Thanks for listening to the show and supporting the show. Massive Republican Tax Plan is set to be released. Uh, some of the things that we're seeing in it, as far as the details go, obviously is... Uh, a cut on housing. So, how much you're able to write off in mortgage deduction? Up to five hundred thousand only. So, any, anything above that, uh, if you already have uh, that loan, it'll be grandfathered in. So, the new individual tax brackets: thirty-five percent applies to incomes up to five hundred thousand for an individual and one million for couples. Twenty-five uh, percent applies to incomes to two uh, up to two hundred thousand and for individuals uh, two hundred six thousand for couples. Uh, the 12% tax bracket applies to incomes up to 45,000 for individual and 90,000 for married couple. Highest tax bracket is going to remain at 39.6%, um, and there will be a zero percent tax bracket for people as well. So, corporate tax cut would be immediate and permanent. Uh, they're talking about cutting the corporate tax rate from 35% down to 20%. Companies like Apple and Exxon would salivate over that tax rate. Uh, Republicans are considering making the tax law cut only temporary and phase out the tax cut in the last year of a 10-year budget window. So, elimination of the state tax, um, that obviously would have a, a big effect on estate planning attorneys. Um, you're talking about right now, if you have greater than $5.6 million in assets when you die, uh, that would double to over $10 million. Then the plan would phase out the tax after six years. Uh, the Senate GOP appears to be you know, mulling, preserving at least part of the tax. Uh, repatriation still out there. The repatriation rate on overseas assets for U.S. companies uh, could be as high as 12%. The bill also may include a mandatory repatriation of all foreign assets. Illiquid assets would be taxed at a lower rate, um, spread out over a longer period of time than liquid assets like cash. Uh, there would be no change to the 401 plans uh, as something they've been talking about, elimination of student loan interest deduction, the amount paid towards student loan interest can currently be deducted. There would be limiting the mortgage interest deduction on new home purchases, interest of on loan loans up to $500,000 would be deductible, the current limit's up to $1 million. Um, there would be a larger standard deduction to avoid rising taxes in those that currently have the 10% tax bracket. Um, the standard deduction for all taxes was increased to 12000 from $10,000. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in that tax plan out there. Elimination of most itemized deductions. Uh, 25% rate for pass-through businesses. Instead of getting taxed the individual rate for business profits, people who own their own business would pay at the so-called pass-through rate. Uh, there would be some guardrails on what kinds of business can claim this rate to avoid individuals abusing the lower tax I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at KDOW.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Elon Musk is getting to owe a little bit of hot water in large part because he keeps promising things and not delivering. On Wall Street, that's kind of a big deal. But now he's promising to divulge more on Tesla's strategy for self-driving hardware soon. Tesla CEO Elon Musk hinted a new direction the company's hardware is to go with the autopilot self-driving initiative. Uh, So NVIDIA shares are lower on that what's going on. Tesla shares are lower by 7.5% today. Um, Some recent advances in NVIDIA's self-driving efforts beyond the hardware Tesla is supplying to customers currently. Musk is suggesting that the hardware may not be strong enough to pass muster with regulators seeking autonomy uh, better than human capabilities and suggested a change ahead it might be there um so Nvidia stock slipping on that news but tesla um back down to that 300 hundred dollar level so it's getting pretty whack today but you know could it fall to 250 sure Reports earlier suggest that Tesla was trying to design its own chips under autopilot executive Jim Keller, a well-known chip designer who previously worked for Apple and for AMD. So a little bit of risk in that. Stocks are clawing back to positive as the house tax bill details start to emerge. Um, uh, You know, markets hitting all-time highs on a pretty regular basis without the tax bill out there. A lot of people think, you know, when we do get it, and there is this idea of 30% tax, 35% tax bracket becoming 20% tax bracket for corporate America, that corporate America, which is on the S&P 500, would would be a big winner, a big benefit uh, player, so to speak. So you're seeing the markets kind of play with that. Oil is at about $54, $55 a barrel. It's had a big run uh, from the low 40s to the mid 40s to the low 50s. Um, oil should have a great earnings season ahead of itself. Apple, speaking of great earnings season, they're going to report tonight and a lot of people really question why, what the heck were you thinking with the iPhone 8 so close to the iPhone 10? Uh, So they'll probably get beat up a little bit tonight in that conference call. So we'll see how that goes. Bank of England hiked their rates for the first time in a decade. Uh, The world has not fallen apart, but the Federal Reserve's are starting to pull back some record stimulus And, uh, we expect the Federal Reserve to cut rates again or raise rates in December and then two more times next year. So mortgage is probably not going to go to the completely unaffordable world anytime soon. Uh, but it's your lower mortgage rates aren't aren't anywhere near at this point in time. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um... Under Armour is stumbling again. Uh, they just had an awful quarter, and they're seeing a lot of executives start to leave the company. So success or failure starts at the top, and when the top starts to run like rats on a ship, um, it's very, very, very tough to you know, pick a direction, so to speak, um, as far as where you think the next move on the stock may go. Under Armour is currently trading 20 times next year's earnings, which is uh, low for them historically. They've... Got a much higher premium, but when your sales are falling, be careful. So at this point in time, I think you wait for a pickup in revenue. Um, can Kevin Plunk can Kevin Plunk rate right the ship? Reattracting the growth investors who push shares into the stratosphere. Uh, they want answers. They want answers, to say the least. That's why Tesla's under so much heat right now because. Uh, we don't get we don't get the feeling that you know Tesla misses the Model Three goal aggressively, and we're getting just a lot of randomness out of the news of Tesla at this point in time. Model Three volume production delayed three months as the company posts loss of six hundred eighteen million dollars, and Tesla burns through a lot of cash. Just a lot of cash, um, so they're going to need to raise money again. So it's a great story, but the, the share that they're going to get of the electric market could be great if they could produce the cars fast enough, but they're having problems producing cars fast enough. Uh, they made just 260 Model 3 sedans in the third quarter due to production bottlenecks. It had planned to build more than 1,500. Model 3 production delays mean postpone sales and exasperate the company's cash burn, made worse as Tesla pays to fix the current manufacturing issues. Um, a lot of times, Elon Musk will say that you know they're in hell, manufacturing hell, which does not sound good. Uh, doesn't sound good at all, right? Um, General Motors Chevy Bolt outsold Tesla, and that's a little underwhelming to talk about, right? So, the Model S, Model X. And uh, Model 3. So electric vehicle numbers are in a growth area. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, hmm. That's interesting stuff. Malcolm Gladwell explored why McDonald's fries don't taste as good as when we were kids. Um, Which, eh. It's the frying oil, right?
0: I'm loving it.
1: So, the Trump administration named a new federal official, so the hot and sexy Janet Yellen is going to be replaced, which I'm a little upset by, uh, and she's going to be replaced by Fed Governor Jerome Powell, who I can't flirt with, so I'm a little upset today. Losing Janet Yellen as my Federal Reserve queen, She's my queen. Elbrand's shares are up 9%, Ralph Lauren uh, shares up 5.3%, Alibaba shares up today,